0: Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Nikki. I'm Laura. This is Breakdown from the couch. Yep. So this is the podcast where we break down movies and uh, excuse me, movies from your streaming services and give our opinions on them. Right? Oh yeah. Okay, so this week we have broken down Phantom of the Opera. Yay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is the 2004 adaptation that uh, Andrew Lloyd wrote. Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I think it was Joel Schumacher. Yeah,
1: Joel Schumacher.
0: Put together for us. Yep. The synopsis from IMDb says, From his hideout beneath the 19th century Paris Opera House, the brooding phantom schemes to get closer to vocalist Christine Daillet. Dae? I Is don't that how know. how they were saying it?
1: It's French. Nobody knows how to say that. Cool.
0: Right. So the phantom, wearing a mask to hide a congenital disfigurement, strong arms the management into giving the budding starlet key roles. But Christine instead falls for art's benefactor, Raul, which is what they were calling him. It yeah. looks more like it's spelled Raul, but they were calling him yeah,
1: Raul. Yeah, I noticed that too. Um,
0: let's see, where did I go? Oh, terrified at the notion of her absence, the Phantom enacts a plan to keep Christine by his side while Raul tries to foil the scheme. Yep. All right, so first musical <laughs> on the podcast, first impression is Laura. Okay, so I don't... <laughs> Just that style. I know. I'm not.
1: I've noticed. For I'm not against musicals. First of all, okay. Okay, but I tend to like musicals that are a little bit more upbeat and happy. You know, like grease. Songs have a point. Yeah, like grease and hairspray. Okay. Chicago, even though it was a little dark at times, but still, Chicago had it you had know, like the at least
0: the music was yeah. not upbeat. It wasn't this whole dire, and it wasn't, thing. and the music wasn't
1: repetitive. Yeah, I felt like the songs in this were it was like the same one, same like mm-hmm. maybe three like over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, uh, my first impression was a two-hour criminal minds musical. Yeah, that's pretty much what it boils yeah. down to. And they had no Matthew Gray Googler, which was their first mistake. <laughs> yeah, right. uh Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the singing because there were certain parts in it when it's like they're talking about the plan to catch the phantom and he's singing back and forth with the other two managers Yeah, or the passing of the notes. Like you got a note. I got a note. Just say you got a damn note. You don't have to (laughs) sing it when it doesn't even rhyme.
1: Yeah. You don't have to sing. I mean, I I know it's a musical, but you literally don't have have to
0: sing every single single thing. Yes. And see like, and I'm a fan of musicals too. Yeah. I like Chicago. Not as much as you did. Yeah. But like Sweeney Todd, oh yeah, Sound of Music, exactly. Uh, just about any Disney movie is technically, I guess, you could call it a musical because yeah. they sing at some point. That's just true. Just about everywhere. That's true. But the music has a point, right? Like it's not just thrown in over regular speech in tune when <laughs> there's no song. Like there's no yeah, <laughs> point to exactly. some that stuff. So that was my
1: big argument with yeah. that. I mean, we'll get into it some more. I will say, like, Emmy
0: Rossum, beautiful voice. She surprised me. Yeah. She really did, because I thought it would be more of, like, a, she'd follow a very, like, melody and kind of stay within the same mm -hmm. range. But she went into the raptors and down in the, yeah, like, to
1: the floor. It was a lot
0: of range. I was very impressed. She was only 16
1: at the time when she did this movie yeah (laughs) i did a little bit more like also some research on her a a little bit and we'll get into it some more but she had already done uh some operas and stuff like that before this
0: yeah i know she did day after tomorrow before she did this too i think it might have been filmed later but it came out first i think
1: i don't know about that i know i want to say they both came out in 2014 though Two, or not 2014, 2004. 2004. 2004. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, but um yeah, that was a pretty big year for her. her yeah, the only reason this
0: caught my attention when it came out is because she was in it and I recognized yeah. it from the other. Yeah. So I got you there. Uh, shall we jump right into the breakdown? Horror? I guess so. Let's Perfect. break this down. So the movie opens Paris 1919. Yep. And it's basically an auction in this old opera house. Kind of like what they
1: did with like the, the
0: flashbacks. F- well, they kind of—they almost made it look like, um
1: uh like a non-like a silent movie almost. The yeah. way that they did, you know, the
0: black and white, yeah, greeny. yep. And I have to say, I loved. They had this whole gothic romance, yeah, imagery like theme throughout the whole thing because you know, like, I mean, I guess Paris back then was kind of over the top and probably almost like. I almost want to compare it to Rome or something like yeah. back in the day. Like Rome was like the epitome of style and civilization and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So they really kind of took that imagery and they did an excellent job throughout the entire film. Yeah. So I did like that. Um, and through the auction, you see uh, old man gets the monkey. Yep. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then a young woman or an old woman. Right. Gets... What did she get? This she got something. Yeah. Or I don't know what she. I can't remember. I can't either. I just watched it. I know. Lord. Okay. Um. Bottom line, she was there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so as the auction is kind of coming to a close, that's when they sort of like brush the dust off of everything and yep. clear the cobwebs, and you really see like the sculptures and the stage right. and everything else, and it really jumps into. The rehearsals. Mm-hmm. You've got dancers, you've got singers, and we get to meet the two new managers. So it should tell you something when the guy you're buying the opera houses from mm-hmm. is like, Yeah, good luck, guys. I'm going to Australia. Don't call. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like give you a clue about what's going down. It's like, wait, can we back out? Right. Like <laughs> And I guess they didn't have real estate laws that Probably say if there's a <laughs> creeper living in the attic or the basement, you have to disclose that upon I, the cell. I guess so. So, uh, we kind of meet them, and every, the two guys are, you can tell, they're just kind of dunderheads. Like yeah. Like, they're not bright. Kind of remind me
1: of, like, the old guys from the Sesame Street that sit yes. up in the balcony. I
0: don't know they why. They remind me of that, too, but it didn't hit me that that's what they reminded me of. Maybe it's later because, they, maybe
1: like, they literally sit in a balcony.
0: Right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. They remind me of that, too. And then, of course, the big deal. For that whole sequence and scene is we meet the Diva Carlotta. Oh, yeah. Played by Minnie Driver. I was shocked at that she was in this movie. Really? I had <laughs> no idea. Because you know me. If I'm going to sit down and do a movie for the podcast, right. I don't read anything. Yeah. I don't want, I don't, like, look it up on run. I like nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I sit down and I watch it before I do anything else. Yeah. So I had a couple of surprises. Yeah. <laughs> so Minnie Driver. hmm I knew she had a lot of, like, Broadway background and stuff. I I do have
1: one fact. She didn't sing. Actually, she didn't sing for this movie. No, it was it was done by another woman, and I'll bring it up later. But she was the only main person that did not sing. So like, I know. So like, Emmy Rossum, of course, Patrick Mm -hmm. Wilson, Mm and um, oh, what the hell's his name? Gerard
0: Butler. Yes, he was another surprise. Yeah. Okay, so we meet the diva. She's horrible. Yeah. It okay. Yeah, she's a rage. In trouble. It almost she's the stereotypical diva. Oh
1: yeah, raging bitch. Like
0: yes. Yeah. Like the Cardi B of the opera world. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, I said it. What? Yeah. uh No, I'm just kidding. But she's like, you know, where's my dog? Peel my grape? Like she's oh yeah, awful. Yeah. So she does a good job of portraying. She that. did. Yeah. And then. You know, after she has her fit and runs off stage, mm-hmm. we're introduced to not the manager, but the person they call the patron. Because back in the day, these guys may own and run the opera house, but somebody's got to pay all the bills. Oh, okay. That's what the patron uh, patronism was for. Okay. So that's where we meet Row. I like him. I was so surprised because he walked on screen. And I'm like, it's Ed Warren. I know, right? Like, I was <laughs> so shocked. <laughs> I had no idea he did this movie. Right. But I was very happy to see him in it. Yes. And he was
1: young. Uh-huh. That well, was like, 2004. Shit, that was a while ago.
0: 14 years. Almost 15 now. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy to me. But I was really yeah. excited when he came on on yeah. screen. It gave me a little bit more hope for this film. Because at that point, I was already over it. Yeah. Going to be, like, real honest.
1: I know. Me too.
0: Yeah. Okay. So from there, uh, Diva has a hissy fit. Mm-hmm. Storms off. Leaves like yep. completely. Yep. And then Madame Geary, yeah. I believe, is what her name is. Yep. Says, "Oh, Christine can do it." Yeah. And like points to Christine, and you find out that she and Raul knew each other as children. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't think he remembers her. Yeah. And Christine's a hit. Oh yeah. Everybody loves her. She first off, Emmy Rosen is just gorgeous. Yeah, anyway, she is. Uh, was not a fan of the hair jewelry. No, well, it looked like sparkly spiders to me, not flowers. Yeah, I know. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> true.
0: Okay.
1: So yeah, she goes out on stage, mm-hmm. blows everybody away. Everybody is very, you know, mm-hmm. happy and. We all remembers her. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So so
0: from there, well, uh, her friend Meg. Mm -hmm. Which is a cute little blonde girl. I have no idea who she was, but I recognized her face from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. She walks up and she's like, who's teaching you? Right. Because Madam Gary had said, oh, she's got a tutor. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. But no one will, like, knows who he is. Right. So she starts talking, Christine starts talking about an angel of music. My father died. He said he'd send me an angel of music. Uh Uh-huh. Creepy. (laughs) Yeah. That's creepy number one. Yeah. So, uh, she comes off stage, she's done this amazing job, and Ro, who's the new patron of the opera house, runs up and he's like, I'm taking you to dinner, I know who you are, I remember you, they yeah. traded this little poem, which was kind of, like, so cute I was gagging a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so, uh, and she's like, no, I can't, he's very strict, talking about her tutor. Yeah. It's like, okay, creep number two. Yeah, like, who the hell is this? Yeah. And then so Earl's like, No, we're going, get dressed, I'll be here in fifteen minutes. He leaves. Someone with a black gloved hand locks the door of the dressing room. Creep um.
1: number
0: three. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, first off, why is this girl walking through a mirror looking all hypnotized with her stalker? Yeah, I don't know. Like that's just weird to me. Yeah, exactly. But that whole sequence where he's like, you know, got her in the boat and on the horse and he's showing her his cave of, you know stuff dungeon thing
1: i will say though at least the cage or page (laughs) i will say the cave was very nice again it had a lot of cool stuff
0: yeah Yeah, that imagery that so that's where
1: we're introduced to the phantom basically
0: exactly and they sing back and forth yeah and she apparently is falling in love with him this is my thing this yes bitch falls
1: it. this bitch falls in love very quickly with everybody
0: and then falls out of love very
1: yeah quickly with everybody you exactly i guess that helps that she's like 16 so
0: that's yeah. Yeah, about right it's not right but what gets me is have you ever met a girl who will look at a guy who's like got anger issues and drug or drinking problems or mm-hmm. drug problems and instead of being like "Ooh, that's a mess i can't tell she's like i can fix him that's like every girl that's like this girl. <laughs> that's this girl. This yeah. is Christine. Yeah, it's like, dude. The dude hides out in yeah. the wings. He coerces money from people. Oh yeah, that's remember? True. He oh gets, yeah, and he passes note like it, notes like what like a first writer Here's my note with my skull on the top. Give me my money. That skull was pretty badass. That was though. pretty cool though. I did like yeah
1: that the like little with the the, uh, little, the stamp. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was cool. But anyway, so she's happy hanging out with her stalker. And I couldn't tell in the movie, was she gone for like a day or was she gone for like a week? Yeah,
1: I thought honestly it was like a couple of hours. Like I thought it was like the next morning she was
0: like back. Well, then why would they rush to the other lady, Carlotta? Oh, that's true. And they're talking about her not being found and they don't know where she is. And then the little blonde friend Meg comes mm-hmm. back. She's like, "Hey, she's in her room, but she won't talk to anybody." Yeah, it's like, "Why?"
1: Yeah. Well, we need to go back though. While she's down in the dungeon, mm-hmm. at one point she does try to remove the part of the mask. Yeah, and she he does she does, and he quickly turns away so she, you know you he can't, can't see, see. it. But he loses his, his shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Which I was kind of thinking. I'm like, okay, how bad could this really be? Because I'm looking at the one side. And I was like, he looks, you know, hot. Like he's <laughs> like pretty. Gerard s- Butler. I, well, I know that, but it's like, yeah, he looks, you know, if if it wasn't Gerard Butler, yeah, good. yeah, it's like he's pretty hot. I mean, if it's that big of a deal, keep the mask on in bed. You I, know, what yeah, you mean? exactly. Spit a bag over. It, it's fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cut some eye holes out. It'll be fine.
0: Right. Um. So yeah. And then he, what gets me is he goes from like zero to batshit back to about a level five in the space of about four bars. Mm,
1: I know. And so I should tell you, this is not normal. <laughs> this is not good. Now, is it just me or the way that he was singing? It was very staccato. Bear, read like this. Yes.
0: Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of inflection in any of what he was doing. Yeah. And that's not. The actor, I think that's just the music. Yeah, it probably is. Like they leave all the heavy lifting vocally to Emmy Rossom. Right, right. So I don't know. Um so where are we? Oh, the managers bring Carlotta back. Yeah. And they're I have to say, I loved her costumes. Yeah. I know she was a raging bitch. But <laughs> they have her dressed up and oh, yeah crazy she was like the lady gaga Mm -hmm. of 1870 right with some of the costumes she wore like the big (laughs) hair the big hat the big dresses i just thought that was great
1: um this is where they bring her back and she says that she got a note saying
0: yeah yeah. everybody's like i got a note and i got a note it's like oh the fandom's up for winfrey i know you get a note you get a note everybody gets Gets a a note note. And this is the first part of it where it really gets under my skin that they're mm-hmm. singing for no reason. Yeah. And it just kind of killed whatever happy moment I had for a second or two. And yeah. I go, like, oh, really? I know. Um, so, Chris- so at this point, everyone gets the note. Phantom wants Christine taking the main role. Right. And Carlotta being what they called the page boy who doesn't have any lines. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny.
1: That was kind of funny.
0: Well, they decide no. Yeah. They're going to put Carlotta in the lead and make Christine the page boy. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the Phantom doesn't like that. Yeah,
1: that makes them not happy.
0: Mm-hmm. And the managers, they're like, oh, this is publicity. This is great. We'll just do it how we're going to do it. Right. So the Phantom ends up crashing the performance, mm-hmm. basically. And they go to swamp them out. I thought it was kind of funny, though,
1: how at first she told her not to talk. There right. was there was a part where she went to the Christine went to speak mm-hmm. and uh what's her name was like you know you're not supposed you're a page to page boy. Yeah, you don't have any lines you don't have any lines yeah
0: and, and so then like I you did. said
1: yeah he comes in and you know at that point okay they're forced like you said to switch him out
0: yeah and so to sort of like cover up that they have to do that because everyone's upset because the phantom interrupted right we're going to do the ballet from the third act. So all these poor dancers are scrambling to get everything <laughs> to the stage and get ready yeah. and do this ballet. Right. And in the process, Pervy Jacob, because he was in earlier in the film, like hiding in the girls' rooms, telling That's serious right. stories. Yeah. So I think of him as Pervy Jacob. Nice. He ends up following the phantom mm-hmm. and ends up getting hung from some of the ropes on stage. Yeah. At that point. Well, and but it was by
1: him though. Oh, he strangled him first? Yeah. Well, the Phantom, I think, didn't he, like, um, do something with the ropes and, like, threw him down there? And that's what killed him?
0: Yeah. Because he strangled him.
1: Yeah. So it's like, oh, so the Phantom is now a murderer.
0: So that's... He not only goes zero to Abe shit and nothing flat. Yeah. We can add murder to that. Fix that, Christine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. So... And that happens before Christina even takes over. Yeah. So she didn't even have a chance to sing in this opera the Phantom wanted her to. Right. Because now, you know, Jacob is swinging from the top of the stage and everybody's freaking out. Well, yeah. So, uh, where are we now?
1: Are we at the point yet where she goes with uh, Raoul? Yeah.
0: Because I'm saying Christina sees the Phantom's crazy. Yeah. So first time she's falling out of love with the Angel of Music. (laughs) And immediately falls in love with Raoul. I would take Raoul because
1: he's hot.
0: I'm not going to lie, man. I'll take Raoul because he hasn't killed anyone. That's true, too. Raoul seems pretty cool. (laughs) Seems like a nice dude. I mean, he's stable, even-tempered, wealthy. Right. And he's paying the bills on the place where you work. So if you want the lead role, you pretty much have it. That's true, too. It it helps that you don't suck. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. Raoul over the Phantom. Yep. So they, they go outside. They sing. Of course. Of course. Phantom sees him. Yep. Gets all mad because Christine left his rose behind. Yeah, that's right. And they did use, like I said, that imagery thing just really comes through mm-hmm. because he's like dropping rose petals like their tears falling. Yeah. on the snow. Boo hoo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's more upset that Christine is with Raul than he is about the guy he killed. So there's yeah. that. And we find out as they're walking into the masquerade, which is kind of the next sequence of events. Of singing and crap. Yeah. Uh, they're engaged, but they're keeping it a secret. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Raúl and uh, Christine, not Raúl and the Phantom. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. just for clarification. Yeah. Um. So the Masquerade, that's... And see, I think they made this movie more for the imagery than the music. I gotta be honest. Really? Because I they mean, put so much into the sets and the dresses and the costumes. That's true. And the music just couldn't keep up. I think that's why it made me so mad really yeah <laughs> because it's like they dumped all of their money in the costumes either because the music sucked yeah or the music sucks because they dumped all the money in the costumes. the
1: thing of it is i don't know much about like the, the actual fan of the opera since i don't you know I what i mean read. so I know it's a
0: novel but i haven't read it
1: yeah i never read it and i, I want to say it it was a broadway musical wasn't it
0: Yes. So it's yeah. like I didn't know it I didn't. S-
1: right, and so it's like I didn't see that either. So who knows?
0: Yeah. And so the masquerade is going on and on. Everybody's singing and dancing. All the costumes are beautiful. Who mm-hmm. shows up to ruin the party? Todd. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I, I actually wanted him to say that because it's hilarious. <laughs> All right. No, the Phantom obviously shows Phantom up. Phantom shows up and ruins everything. He realizes that Christine and Rowler. First off, okay. So he shows up, right? Yeah. And he's basically insulting everyone, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. It's like, dude, part of your face is missing. Right? And you're talking... You're, like, giving one guy crap about being fat, fat. and another one crap right. about, like, not being a good singer, or being for right. that kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, you... Your face is jacked up. Yeah. Okay. So... He starts this thing where he calls to Christine, mm-hmm. and suddenly... She's not in love with Raul anymore. Of course She's back in love with the Phantom. So he's walking up, and she does this... They have it set up like she's hypnotized by this guy. Yeah. And I just wasn't really fond of that. If you're going to do a hypnotism gag, it needs to be a vampire, if anything. Yep. Because let's be real, Nosferatu was the shit. That's true.
1: Okay. Well, they were even hypnotized in an interview with the vampire. And Remember, was just as awful. It was. As Fandom of y'all. That's true. <laughs> I just go back to that scene where the chick is getting her tit bit on and apparently she's fine with it. But anyway.
0: Back to this movie. Back to this movie. Okay. So she like climbs up the stairs and she's all, oh my gosh, my angel of music, yada, yada, yada. And I'm sure that's not what she actually said. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't impression. think so. And he sees the necklace around her neck. Yep. Uh. With the ring on it. Mm-hmm. Rips it off and he goes back into the hole, you're mine. Which is like, you know, the crazy guy that keeps the chick in his basement. Oh, yeah. And he like takes off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he goes alone. He doesn't take anybody with him. Right. And didn't Raul follow him through the floor or something? I think so. And then he
1: ends up in that mirror thing. Yeah, There's like a, a ton of mirrors and you can see him. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to like get at him, but...
0: Because and Gary ends up pulling him out of, like, the funhouse mirror. Yeah. 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 And he's basically trying to figure out who this guy is. Right. And what he's done. And was it here that they did the flashback? I think so. To his childhood, or was it a little bit later? I think it
1: was. I, wasn't it, like, Madam Gary's flashback? Mm-hmm. Because Madam Gary knew.
0: Yes, it did happen here. Because they yeah. were together long enough later on in the movie. We yeah. running around. Right. So this is where it flashbacks, and it basically shows that as a child, the Phantom was basically part of a freak show and was beat up and right. spit on because he was deformed. Yeah. Okay. Past trauma. Yeah. Once again, lending the fact that dude's crazy. Yeah. So from this point, Raul realizes that this guy's nuts. Yeah. And so he's trying to keep Christine safe. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in this is where I missed the transitions. They didn't yeah. they were not smooth. No. So Next thing I know, Christine's on a horse going to the cemetery. Yeah, like I think he
1: was standing guard by her door, and he fell asleep, and then she snuck out or whatever, and she wanted to okay. go. She said she wanted to go to the um, the, the cemetery, cemetery to see, yeah, to see her father's grave. Yeah, and so sure, yeah, she gets into a oh, uh, what's it called? Like a
0: carriage.
1: Yeah. yeah, she gets into a carriage, and they drive her there. Which I thought was kind of funny, right? So she gets in this carriage. The guy just drops her off. Like, this is, like, a long-ass... Like, you would think... So that she's just going like, to... Yeah, hoof it just hoof on it on back, back, you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, never
0: mind the fact that it's snowing. Exactly, and, it's cold. If you catch a cold, you're not going to be able to sing. Right. So, but I'm just going to leave you... Yeah, in your it's fine. I mean, you couldn't Uber back then. Yeah, so right. How <laughs> <was she> supposed <laughs> to get back to Exactly. Back. <laughs> it's not like, oh... I mean, if they could Uber and text, this movie would have gone much faster. Exactly. It wasn't like... <laughs>
1: It wasn't like, oh, you know, can you stay here and I'll I'll be back and you know, I'll just you know, just wait. No, yeah,
0: he just up and leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so, on that
1: one. So at that point, uh Patrick Wilson's character Like rushes to the cemetery. Yeah, he rushes to the mm-hmm. cemetery. And there's this scene where she's more singing and shit. Yeah. She's she back in love with Raul again. And then she's right. her dad's grave. Well, and okay, here's where I I was like, what the hell? So, <laughs> apparently her dad is buried in, like, a family, like, mausoleum. It's like a crypt. Yeah, a yeah. crypt type thing. So, she, you know, they've got, like, the last name up there. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then out of nowhere, there's somebody
0: singing, like. Like, inside. At that point, I would be like, who the hell is in my dad's crypt? Okay, here's my thing. <laughs> it's either one. Re- my reaction would be one of two things. There's somebody here, and I'm by myself, and I don't know who it is. Exactly. Or it's a ghost. And I have no salt or iron. I know. So I need to leave. I need to go. Either way. Right. No,
1: and she so. Hangs out. She hangs out. She's fine. Unlike me. I'd be like, who the hell's in my dad's crib? Yeah. I'd be like, uh. Excuse me. Right? <laughs> and so at that point, I think Raul shows up. And there's this big fight. Then
0: we get, yeah, this big sword fight. Mm-hmm. And so. The only blood we really see. Yep. Is when Raul gets cut with the, with the sword. Exactly. And they're going back and forth, and Raúl gets the Phantom down on the ground. He's got him stored up, ready to kill him. And who saves the day?
1: Todd. <laughs>
0: no, sorry, not Todd. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. it's Christine. Like, Don't do it. Yes. Do it. This Todd thing is gonna die in the end. Sorry, guys. If you're wanting to understand the inside joke that is the answer to Todd, yeah. you need to watch uh, who gives or listen to Who Gives a Flip. Yep. Previous episode. Previous episode. Okay. So okay. We're, we're back we're Oh, Christine saves the Phantom. Yep. Which all she really does is be like, no, don't no, do don't it. do it. And they get on the horse and ride away. Yeah. Pretty much. <sighs> so from there, uh the Phantom is back to being the crazy ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to the opera house. Now, Raoul and the managers and a bunch of other people are, like, coming up with this big plan to catch the phantom because he's crazy and he's killed people. They're like, oh, we're going to have, you know, we got to have everybody here. Um, we'll have the police. and okay, I'm, um, This is another one of the unnecessary singing that got on my damn nerves. Yeah, exactly. Because nothing, it would be different if it at least rhymed somewhere. It was like
1: a 10 second thing that didn't need to yeah. happen.
0: It was like da-da-da, do da, 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 da la 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 and yeah. it's like nothing right there was no point to any of it <laughs> exactly i'm like i get that patrick wilson is pretty but you're wasting your time exactly <sighs> so but yeah if i was if i had known that there was
1: already a phantom issue my ass is not going to the theater right like i'm just like no i'm good i'm gonna stay home right instead you've got all these people that are
0: still coming to see you know this mm-hmm. play or whatever and must be real at that point you know they're going to see if the phantom shows up. that's probably like, true. He's crashed two events already exactly. okay. and finally, finally, Christina is afraid of the phantom. Christine Christine, whatever her name is. yeah. Emmy Rosen. yeah I know right. <laughs> she's finally afraid of the phantom. she mm-hmm. doesn't want to be alone with him and she's actually telling her all that she's scared to go on stage right? And he's like, you know, I'm going to protect you. Nothing bad is going to happen. It's going to be fine. Right. Not fine. Not fine. Yeah. In uh, the Phantom's basement, cave, dungeon, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) he says a little like panorama diagram thing of the opera house that he's got on fire. Right. Hint one that shit's about to go down. Mm -hmm. And then the one thing that I really noticed that I think they finally got right. And again, it's imagery. Right. The first two, like, operas that the, that the fandom had basically put together uh-huh. were, like, bright and happy. Oh, and yeah. And one was, like, supposed to be funny. This one was, like, really dark. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's all about, like, hell, hellfire and brimstone type thing. Yeah. So they're kind of going along, and then it gets to Christine's part, and she does her song. Yeah. And then the guy that is supposed to be joining her on stage ends up attacked by the phantom yep and then he puts on the mask and goes on stage in this place right so um at that point they kind of realize first of all she falls back in love with him again <laughs> while Raul is watching yeah it's like honey you you just gotta stay single it's okay you need to work on, your, yeah, you be work cool on yourself. With yourself yeah you gotta be cool with yourself before you can be cool with somebody that's right
1: that's our that's yeah. our uh, lesson for the day guys
0: yeah Yeah. self-love self-love you have to love yourself before you can let yourself be loved by others (laughs) yes so (laughs) okay so he actually kidnaps christine this time Mm -hmm. he like takes her with him because she's doing the hypnotized child again right which was ridiculous because at one point she wasn't even looking at him i know so how could you be hypnotized
1: say how they exited was pretty damn cool, though.
0: Yeah, First kind of awesome. all, there was the Indiana sh-
1: Jones. That's true. But first we had the chandelier, though. Remember? The chandelier, the chandelier came down. Came down. Catches on fire. Which was awesome. That was pretty badass. They talking to a
0: pyro, so. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, so that part was cool. And then, like you said, some Indiana Jones shit where like they go. Yeah, stuff. they go straight down mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That was cool. And they
0: end up back in the basement page dungeon
1: thing. Yeah okay so no wait we missed it i think we missed an important part which one she reveals his face to everybody
0: that's right that happens before they leave yeah it does And i've even got it in here on my notes it says christine takes off his mask and he kidnapped her again. Yeah. So that happens, like, right before. And everybody's yep. like, oh, my gosh, he's so ugly. Which I was like, he's not that bad. He's not. I've seen struck guys that look worse than he did. Right?
1: That's that's wrong. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> do, you want, do you want the editor to
0: edit that out? No, I may as well just go All on. All right. So, I mean, I didn't see it as, like, such a big deal. Yeah. I, mean, I guess, like, in 1870s. Yeah. Era, so it was I awful. I guess so. But, you know, that's what you get when you surround yourself with the model type. I guess. Right. Um so the mask comes off and this time he doesn't really bother to hide his face. No. He's like over it. See, he can now love himself. Yes. And he's trying to let himself be loved by someone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so and then of course they find the guy that he killed backstage mm-hmm. and the whole opera house just catches fire and starts burning. Yeah, uh, people are running and it you know, starting to get trampled on. Mm-hmm. And see, this is where I wrote down, Christine falls out of love an awful lot.
1: Yeah, she really <laughs> does.
0: So it's like, that's just what bugged me about her character. Yeah. It really did. I know. So then we've got another Christine and Phantom thing going back and forth. Yeah. And he's basically, you know, you're mine, you're no one else's, no one else can have you. And then he gives oh, her, her a ring. And then, yeah. Basically, you're going to marry me. That was a nice ass ring though i know did you see the size yeah That I was like I mean, damn that ring was gorgeous i would never wear a ring like that because it screams that i need to be mugged uh, that's true too Do you know what i mean yeah but maybe it was different it would have been different maybe back then though
1: maybe I don't back
0: know. then you think maybe yeah i can kind of see that
1: but so but that now we've also got uh mrs uh, geary
0: madam geary madam Queen geary because she's trying to get in first of all she knows where the phantom is yeah. the whole time. Well, so
1: I feel like everybody knew where the phantom already was, though, because there they were knew he
0: was in the house, but I don't think they knew where he like. Well,
1: know about the cave dungeon basement. There. Yeah, I guess because they were as always making jokes in between, like, "Oh, this phantom's here." Yeah, you know that kind of stuff.
0: And see, that's why they probably knew he existed and he was around, but they didn't know where he was. Yeah. Because if they did, yeah, that kind of gotten whatever. Started right dropping bodies, they would have gone together. <laughs> You know what I mean? (laughs) Literal bodies. Exactly. Dropping. Which, I don't know what to think about Madame Geary, because she knew he was dropping bodies, and she never said anything.
1: That's true. I don't know why she just didn't tell Raul or whatever his name is about it ahead of time. Or
0: anybody, like Christine, the child he's trying to groom into being his wife, like a burger. So, anyway
1: okay right. so she basically takes him there he's down there and he, she's like i can't you know i can't go far i can't go vampires. further than this which is like why but anyway <laughs> it's like do you just like disappear does something happen to you if you go further maybe she is a vampire and maybe. if she crosses
0: the threshold she'll burst into flames that would be cool that would be awesome Look, <laughs> i have to do a quick throwback to get rid of carlotta on uh-huh. um, the play where the phantoms like put christine in her place right he replaced her bottle of, like, the spritz. I did that's with right. The oil, and all it did was make her sing off-key. Yeah, that's I right. I was so bummed. Yeah. I wanted it to be, like, acid or poison. I know, right? Something to really make an impression. Yeah. And no. It's like you already killed the one guy. Why not go yeah, after Carlotta? perfect yeah because remember the redhead in the first pitch perfect, that's right like i have to get my notes removed from yeah. the vocal cords, and all of a sudden she can sing really low oh we'll be doing that movie eventually someday we will. someday we will. We, will. we will i'm determined yes we'll get there we will
1: but but yeah I mean, that's right i forgot about that that
0: was just pathetic
1: yeah that okay. was that was why they had to replace carlotta yeah yeah because okay. he
0: jacked her, her voice right? yeah somehow uh, okay where were we is <sighs> coming to the rescue yes so he gets down there first of all how does he find his way down because Madame gear just kind of left him in the middle of nowhere yeah and i got confused too because it's like
1: he ended up in water like there's like that gate and there's like water and he has to
0: like i keep- know oh, he's like swimming and stuff like that and then somehow you know it's not water right yeah of like, course like yeah that's sewer water yeah gross that's not like going up to the ocean there's in 1870s <laughs> Yeah, there the was shit in there, that water. Yeah, there was no irrigation whatsoever no. back then. So he, um, okay, so our is walking through the toilet water.
1: Yeah. Well, no, and then he ends up in the, the toilet. Yeah, there's like that gate, and it's like underwater, and so he's like yeah. under there, and he finds like the lever or whatever.
0: First off, I would not be going underwater in the oh, toilet no? bowl. No, not in Paris's toilet. I'm like he's. First off, if he did that, he would not have lived to be the old man at the <laughs> beginning of the movie. <laughs> that we see at the end, too. Cholera. Yeah. Uh, Dysentery. Dysentery. Just pick one. Exactly. That's true. Okay. So, you're right. Carry on. The okay. So, yeah. So, the gate,
1: somehow he like he's underwater. He somehow finds the lever, opens it,
0: uh-huh. and ends up, I guess, under it. Which I would... If the lever's underwater. Which is stupid. It is stupid. How does the Phantom open the gate when he's coming and going? Yeah,
1: I don't know. I guess okay. we're not really supposed to think about that stuff.
0: Well, I can't help it. When the rest of the movie is this bad, I tend to pick apart the details. <laughs> right. Okay. So, uh, the Phantom, like, ties. R- they have another fight. Yeah. And, of course, Christine's in the background going, no, no, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, this time she's talking to the Phantom. Mm-hmm. And he ends up. This kind of a BDSM moment in the movie yeah he ties Raul because the dungeon gate. that was sexy I'm that just was kidding. just weird it was weird I'm kidding because he ties him up and then he gets like real close yeah and like up in his face and it's yeah. just like dude that ain't right I know <laughs> you need to take a step back my friend yeah, exactly um and basically says you're either gonna marry me Christine or I'm gonna kill him right which is how you want to start a marriage yeah like I mean yeah coercion violence murder that's that's awesome yep it sounds like pride of ice's (laughs) autobiography but whatever yeah so uh she says yes i'll do it Mm -hmm. i love him let him go i'll do it and all of a sudden the phantom has a change of heart well like they no, they kiss
1: that's right they they kiss And then all of a sudden he has a change of heart. I'm like,
0: what the hell? It's like the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> his heart Her grew ten, ten sizes, sizes that, that day. day. <laughs> it's like, damn it. And that's just like instant. <laughs> like first he starts crying and I'm like, oh, he's the kind of guy that cries after sex. And then he has, <laughs> I mean, if a kiss is going to do it. That's true. You know. That's true. And then he does, has his uh, Grinch moment where his heart grew. And then he basically,
1: you know, tells her to hurry up and get out.
0: Like run, run! Mob is coming, and I don't want them to know why you're here. Well, I think
1: not only that, but I thought for sure he was going to change his mind again. I thought (laughs) I'm hoping
0: he would because this is what breaks the whole psychology in half. Yeah, somebody that drained doesn't just do that. That's true. So I mean, if you're gonna pick a psychopathy, stick with it. Yeah, and. And why is he worried about the mob seeing them there? They haven't done anything wrong. The phantom's the murderer. The phantom's the kidnapper. Right. And Raoul's the hero. That's true. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. But anyway, so the mob is coming.
1: I think, it, well, I think they actually, I think they ran just to get away from him. I don't think they were actually worried about the mob.
0: No, the phantom was telling them to run.
1: Yeah. that's what He doesn't
0: want anyone to see them there. He oh, He said yeah. something to that effect. Okay. Which is why I thought, I'm just like, Hit. fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the mob is coming, Christine takes a moment to give the ring back. Yep. Which I thought was kind of nice, yeah. I guess, you know.
1: Well, that comes up at the end, though. We'll talk That's about that. That's true. It does. We'll talk about that later. Okay.
0: And then her and Raul run away into the toilet water sunset. Yes. Okay. So. Into the toilet bowl in the sky. Right. <laughs> so the mom shows up. They're looking for the phantom. He's already broken all these mirrors, and one of them he's broken and walked through. So it's another secret passageway. Right. And who is it? Meg. Yeah. The blonde. She walks up and finds the mask. Yep. And then it jumps back to the old man, Raoul. Yep. Is taking the monkey to Christine's grave. Right. And like you said okay so he leaves the monkey at the grave we
1: mm-hmm. see you know that she passed i tried to do the math i want to say she was like in her 60s that when she died right and so anyway so he leaves that there Well, we see a rose mm-hmm. off to the side and we see that ring and the black ribbon yep dun, dun 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 okay and so that is how it ends i
0: do have a question what the hell's the deal with the monkey
1: i like think it was in the room
0: backstage where yeah, the girls were Right, wasn't it down there with the phantom though too? Oh, I think it was in his cage. Yeah, and he was like with the carnival. People. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and why so, are you giving it to Christine? Yeah, I I don't well,
1: understand why Raoul did that.
0: Well, maybe he didn't understand what it meant because I sure as hell didn't. Yeah. So, okay. I guess maybe it was like,
1: well, it was from the old opera house where you know, yeah. where we met and fell, well, fell in love and, and all that fell shit. In love
0: and- all that stuff. So, yeah. the Phantom's Rose is there. So, he's still in love with her, too. Well, of course. And I thought it was kind of cool that her her tombstone said, you know, wife and mother and all of that stuff. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I mean, cool. so it sounded like they at least, like, lived a pretty happy life together. Yeah. So, how, what should we do? I don't want to do mask. That would be too easy. How many Carlottas would you give this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it
1: a two and a half. Uh-huh.
0: I think two and a half is fair yeah i think two and a half is fair because the imagery the sets the costumes beautiful emmy Rossum's voice Emmy the talent was good yeah the script was bad it was i mean i it didn't like it was it yeah. was just rough it was so we're both set at like two and a half carlottas yep now rotten tomatoes okay This one is one of those ones that had a really, really big difference between the tomato meter and the audience meter. Okay. Tomato meter was 32%, which I thought was justified. I did too. Uh, Audience was 84%. Yeah. No. And it's like, who's watching this and thinks that this is okay? I guess maybe, maybe because we're not
1: really into like the theater, Broadway stuff. But I'm into theater and Broadway stuff. This just
0: didn't live up. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't quite understand where the 84% came from. I don't either. Okay. So shall we
1: hop into the talent? Sure. I mean I got some trivia stuff too. Oh, Bring it. Okay. So it's gonna take me a while. Okay. The chandelier. Yeah. Okay. Gorgeous. Right? Okay. So it weighed two point two tons. It cost one point oh three. Cost one point three million dollars. And they dropped it on the floor. Yep, and it had a stunt double for riskier scenes. There was also a third okay, chandelier. Jump,
0: chandelier.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, there were also a third chandelier made that was equipped with electricity and lighting for the opening scene.
0: Okay. So. Which, okay, speaking of lighting, <laughs> when the Phantom is first taking Christine by boat into his dungeon cave basement. Yeah. Like, the little, the candelabra. Like yeah. In the water lit. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. was ridiculous. Well, I know it wouldn't, it wouldn't happen, but it was so cool. Okay. You say cool, I say ridiculous. Yeah. Keep going. What else we got?
1: All right. So, Emmy Rossum is much younger than her male counterparts, both um, mm-hmm. whom she kissed in the movie. So, at the time of shooting, she was 16. Right. Patrick Wilson was 30.
0: Oh,
1: that's not creepy. Uh, and Gerard Butler was 34. Even worse. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well,. And uh, I was okay. So all the principal actors sing in the film, except for Minnie Driver, which I mentioned earlier. So most of the actors have a background in musicals or opera, but Driver, um, who's also she's a skilled singer, right? But she had no experience in opera, and so she was uh, dubbed by Margaret Priest. A singing teacher from Solihull, uh, UK. However, Driver did contribute the film's uh, end title song, "Learn to Be Lonely," written specifically for the film by Andrew Lloyd Webber.
0: Okay, and so that's. I guess I can understand that because operas are completely separate beast than just about any other form mm-hmm. of vocal work. Yeah, so I can kind of understand that. Something I want to tag on to that, though, because it's one okay. of the fun things I found on Wikipedia because okay. I know me and Google. Yeah. Uh. So Rosalyn, Wilson, and Driver all sang. Mm -hmm. Gerard Butler did not. They had to send him to singing lessons.
1: Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. It's kind of nifty. Yeah. Um, Also, the theater fire was an actual fire. Um, Joel Schumacher won realism. So they destroyed the theater for the scene. So, yeah. You were (laughs) speechless for a
0: second there. So you're going to drop 1.3 million on the chandelier. Yeah. And then God knows how much on your eight stages that you've shot this film (laughs) on because nothing was done on location. It was a studio and you're going to just light everything on fire. Yep. How did Joel Schumacher ever work in this business again? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Oh my God. If I, if I'm the guy writing the check and he's like, I'm like, Hey, we need to take this and like return stuff or like recycle and reuse or donate it for charity. No, I set it all on fire. You're fired. Like you're not working this out again.
1: Oh my God. Now here's something also interesting, and then I'll probably stop or whatever and no, we can you're good. keep going. Okay, so over the course of the film's development, John Travolta, Antonio Banderas, Meatloaf. Of all people. Yes, Heath Ledger and Matthew McConaughey were concerned for the role of the Phantom. Um, Banderas actually spent several years in vocal preparation and sang the role of the Phantom in uh, Andrew Lloyd weber the Royal Albert Hall Celebration, which was in 1998. Okay. Meatloaf, dude. Imagine they, that they would not even have had to put a thing on the guy's face. <laughs> like, he's if they had a cover up just like one side of his face, it still yeah. would have been scary as hell, right?
0: And something I want to tag on to that because you yeah. talk about, you know, Antonio Bandera spending several years mm-hmm. in vocal training. That's because they announced that they were going to do this film mm-hmm. in 1989, they didn't even start anything until 2002.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Let's so, yeah. just say there was like a bunch of different, um. Now, see, Charlotte, do you remember Charlotte Church? She was a uh, singer. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so her, Anne Hathaway, and Kate Winslet were also considered for the role of Christine. So was Katie Holmes. Yeah. And
0: then the next the casting offers went Katie Holmes, Anne Hathaway, and then Emmy Rosen.
1: And then I heard that Katie Holmes, they thought, was too old. I
0: can't remember what the Wikipedia said. I think it was... I don't remember. It may have been, like, the Tom Cruise thing. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure either. And
0: it kind of coincided. I know Anne Hathaway had to drop because she was already contracted for the Princess Diaries sequel. Yeah, so exactly. She had to drop. So, Rosen was, like, the third casting of this
1: character. Right, and at the time, she was, you know, pretty unknown. I mean, yeah. you know. kind of
0: taking a risk, which I thought was kind of cool.
1: Also, Hugh Jackman was also considered for the role, uh, but mm-hmm. he was doing Van Helsing.
0: I kind of feel like he came out on top of this one.
1: Although Van Helsing wasn't Van Helsing that great wasn't that, either.
0: Van Helsing's not going to win any like. Yeah. Posters. But if I had to compare movie to movie, I'd watch Van Helsing before I watch this again.
1: But yeah, they wanted a uh, they wanted actresses under the age of twenty five. Um, so that might be why, right? Well, and I think I actually read too that they had offered it to um, Catherine Zeta Jones, but she had just done Chicago, and so she didn't want to do. Like another
0: one? She didn't want to do do two
1: musicals in a row. Plus, let's be real, like she had just won the Oscar for Chicago. Yeah. She would have gone from that to this thing. It's like, no. no.
0: Okay. So I've got a couple of other things to go over. Okay. We, see, this is what surprises me. I didn't like this movie.
1: Yeah. I, didn't I just either.
0: didn't. I mean, even for a musical, it was, like, not great. Right. So, imagine my surprise. Worldwide, this thing picked up $154.6 Wow. How? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> Do people not talk to each other before they go to the movies? <sighs> okay. not. So... Uh, that's my last little fun fact that I found. Okay. Going into the actors, of course, we all know Gerard Butler. I don't think he was nearly as popular. Probably not. When he did Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Um, he's done a heck of a lot more since then. Right. I mean, Law Abiding Citizen alone. That movie him one of my favorite people. That was badass. Right? And 300 made him one of my brother's oh, yeah. favorite people. Yeah, because, right. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Emmy Rosen, of course, played Christine. She is, I think right now she's still on that HBO she I is on Shameless.
1: It's gonna she's gonna be uh I think this coming season is gonna be her last season. That show had a really
0: good run, though.
1: It has. Yeah. Well, it sounds like she's only quitting, but I don't know how much longer that show will go on after
0: she's done. Yeah, because her William H. Macy, uh-huh. they're kind of like the two big names kind right. right. So and I think she's great. I oh, assume yeah. like she was in Day After Tomorrow. That's where I first saw her, mm-hmm. because she plays the son's Love Interest. Of course. Um and then this and then I knew nothing else about her until right. she started. Uh, Miranda Richards, or excuse me, Patrick Wilson was Raoul. he was also Mr. Ed Warren, yep, and uh, the and dad in um, Insidious Insidious, yeah, yeah. This he was also was in,
1: in Watchmen, this. we got to see his that's wing right. in that movie,
0: that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, he's been done, he's done very well for himself, yeah. uh, and he's had a big Broadway mm-hmm. career too, I believe, yeah. Miranda Richardson is who plays Madame Geary. Right. I recognized her face when I saw her. I recognized her name when I heard it. Couldn't place it.
1: Well, she was in uh, Sleepy Hollow, wasn't she? She was,
0: but she was also Rita Skeeter in the Harry Potter movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: so those are the two places I really know her from. Right. So once I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, of course, Minnie Driver right now, she's still on Speechless. I love that show i actually haven't watched it you should it's pretty good i have a feeling girl with what time uh, that's true <laughs> i work six, six days a week and i do this that's true so okay uh so speechless is her big claim right now but she's done a ton of stuff
1: well yeah she was in um what the hell was that movie with matt damon oh goodwill hunting yeah yeah she was in goodwill hunting haven't seen it. <laughs> oh jeez
0: um, <laughs> And then because I was curious, because the only real character we saw consistently that I didn't no not like, like, excuse me, that I did not like mm-hmm. was Matt was Meg, yeah, Madame Geary's daughter, the lone blonde girl. Right. She was played by Jennifer Ellison, and her career lasted from two thousand to about oh eight. Oh, just about everything except this was all UK. You can't tell me
1: she died, are you? No, not okay, that I know good. of. Okay, good.
0: I didn't quite read that far into her biography, <laughs> so it's possible but she got a big breakout with a series i think it's called bleaker
1: Breaker, i don't know like
0: that uh, it was a uk series on television mm-hmm. i think just about all of her work was television from what i saw okay it was like a run on a show and then a couple of things and then this and then a couple more things and then nothing since 2008 okay so there's that Alrighty, and that's all i got kids yep yeah. All right, what shall we break down next week? I think we're going to do War of the Roses, aren't we? I don't know. You're the one with the book. And it's not here. So we're going to break down War of the Roses because I know it's one of the movies we're doing this month. Right. Okay. Um, where did you watch this movie? That's right. I found this on Netflix. Okay. See, I did too, but
1: I hate to say it, guys. By the time this airs, they're going to have it taken off
0: it's one of the ones that's leaving yeah so it's interview with a vampire i that know was episode one i know so, so january I to the instagram to warn you guys so if you didn't catch it before it left yeah it's not my fault yeah so january 1st <laughs> is when
1: this is going to be leaving and this will be probably out in february yeah <laughs> so
0: so crap yeah sorry guys <laughs> but just about everything is available on google play or amazon right you would have to make a purchase or at least a rental out of yeah it. um but yeah so all right Next week War of, War of the Roses. Roses. Okay. Michael Douglas? Yep, Michael Douglas. And Catherine? Not serious. <laughs> no. What is her name? Um, I can
1: see her and I can hear her voice. I know. Because she has I a manly can. voice. She does. Okay,
0: bottom line, War of the Roses yeah. next week. And
1: I'm Nikki and I'm Laura and this is Breakdown from the Couch. Bye guys. Bye guys.